This is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update Podcast. This is part of an ongoing series featuring critical insights from the physicians and healthcare professionals on the front lines of the pandemic. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update. Today, we're talking with Dr. Karen Colchin, a retired family physician from Pewaukee, Wisconsin, about her experience as a volunteer vaccinator and the important role of physicians uh, beyond the exam room. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Uh, Dr. Colchin, thanks for joining us today. Uh, let's start uh, when you were thinking about con contemplating volunteering. You know, was that a difficult decision for you? It wasn't a difficult decision other than figuring out how to go about it. Uh, and it really kind of came front and center with the onset of COVID. I was recently retired at that point, hadn't quite figured out what I wanted to do. I wanted to do some kind of volunteer work. Uh, and then it, an opportunity was presented. It came um, by via email um, from the Wisconsin Emergency um, Registry. Uh, so that made it actually really easy to register and to get ready to do some kind of volunteering. Were you, you know, concerned about uh, getting COVID or what were your kind of fears around doing this? Anything? Well, originally vaccination wasn't an option when we started. Um, we didn't have a vaccine, but, uh, and so the original opportunities that came through the registry were ones that I didn't feel I could participate in. I um, have an elderly parent that lives in my household. Uh, so I wasn't willing to go out um, and staff nursing homes and that sort of thing, which is what some of the original requests came through. Uh, but I, I did go about getting um, her vaccinated and myself vaccinated. And then at that point, I felt I would, had a lot more leeway as to what I could do. So when you, you know, after you were kind of up and running, ready to do this, what kind of environments were you doing your vaccinations in? So... My original, when we started at the end of March and the beginning of April, um, mass vaccination sites. Um, I did all my work through the, actually the Ho-Chunk tribal um, nation. And it was in big gymnasiums set up with multiple tables um, and a whole host of volunteers. Um, some were part of the tribe and they were doing their registry work. Um, some were pharmacists, nurses, physicians, um, but it was a room, big room full of people. I've, uh, I, I myself was vaccinated at a, at, a, at a mass vaccination center here in Chicago, and I was, uh, you know, impressed by the number of people uh, there, uh, you know, everyone from healthcare professionals to military, um, you know, was that the kind of mix that you're seeing in the places you were working in? Uh, I don't think we had any military, but we definitely had local um, people. We had um, individuals that were just passing water around to volunteers, others that were guiding people, directing. Uh, and uh, then, as you said, the um, professionals that were there, which was, and also students um, were coming in. So there were pharmacy students, there were nursing students, um, and it was a big organizational um, situation. I was impressed with how yeah. organized they were. I think impressed was uh, one of the words I've heard. I, I know my, I, I thought of myself. I mean, did you get a kind of behind the scenes look at what it takes to operate a center like that? Uh, 
most of it was right out there. Um, I didn't see the registration process. I understand that there was, they were requesting people to kind of call and register. So they had some idea how many people were going to show up that day. Uh, but no appointments were required. Um, when I pulled up the first day, there was a line of people going around the building. I felt kind of bad. It was a rainy day. Um, people were standing in line, but with the number of volunteers they had, they actually cleared that sort of backlog pretty darn quick. Um, and we were able to just kind of take people as they came through. But there were other providers there that had done vaccination clinics other places, and they also indicated that this was a really well-organized group. Medicine doesn't stand still, and neither do we. AMA members don't just keep up with medicine, they shape its future. Help move medicine, join the movement. Visit ama-assn.org slash movingmedicine. Uh, you know, a lot's changed, uh, uh, kind of shocking amount in the last few months since we first started when you, you're referencing lines around the corner, people standing in the rain. Uh, fortunately, you know, we are going to a situation where we have uh, supply that exceeds demand, at least right. for now. Um, you know, are you seeing those kind of changes on the ground right now? We did. We um, pivoted. So there was um, a whole group of people that were came through there for initial vaccines and that I think one of the days had 1,500 people come through um, and it was quite a scramble. Um, a lot of those uh, individuals have gotten their second vaccine now. And so we kept the mass vaccination clinics going through the majority of the second vaccine, but now it's slowed down. And so now we have just a small group of uh, vaccinators. They're coming in by appointments um, and you have to, figure out now how we're going to convince some of the people who are holding out or resistant. And we hope now that, you know, we have see the kind of supply that the vaccine is going to make its way to physician offices uh, right. where a lot of that vaccine hesitancy can be addressed. Do you did you deal with any of that kind of hesitancy, you know, through your volunteering or otherwise? Uh, not directly, uh, because the people that I was seeing were happy to be there, grateful to be there, um, had come purposefully for that. Although just this past week, as we pivoted to the appointments, I came across somebody who was in line for a, another um, reason. And I said, oh, are you here for your vaccine? No, I, and I'm not going to. So short conversation, but that requires, I think, like you said, more of a personal interaction. So hopefully people that they trust, um, whether it be family members or phys personal physicians will be able to have those kind of change in impacts. So uh, you've been doing this for a number of different months. I'm curious about, are there any moments in particular uh, that stand out for you uh, in regard to the interactions you've had with people? Uh, early on, I had a lady who came in and she came for a vaccine and she then launched into the story about her twin sister who had passed from COVID before vaccines were available. So she herself was incredibly grateful, but looked back and wished um, it was available to her sister before that. Um, uh, I think there are some individuals who are coming in again, they come in. I've seen um, a, a lady came in and she was like, my husband won't come, but I'm here anyway. So I'm like, all right, hopefully you'll be able to convince him. Um, last week I had a lady who brought me a little painted rock um, as a thank you. Um, so she'd been through. So it was, it's been a really rewarding experience. 
I know that I felt uh, grateful and basically thanked every person on the street, regardless <laughs> of their involvement in the operation. Um, you know, you're uh, as a volunteer and something I'd say that just is so incredibly important to healthcare and to our nation right now. You know, what would you say about the act of uh, volunteering? What would you uh, say to your fellow physicians about being able to do that? As a retired physician, uh, I felt like I still had skills and abilities. And I think that, you know, we're really highly trained. We spent a lot of years um, becoming educated and really do have things to offer uh, in one way or another. And so this was sort of is very meaningful at, at this point. Um, but I think there are always opportunities and it sure um, is gratifying for me um, and makes me feel better. And I really enjoy the interaction with people. So as a physician, I was interacting with lots of people every day. As a retired physician, not so much. So um, that's really been a nice experience. Well, thank you so much uh, for volunteering and for supporting you know, such an important initiative uh, uh, that's underway and we hope uh, continues to uh, hit those targets that we need uh, yeah. by the summer. Uh, so uh, thank you again, Dr. Colchin, for being here today. Uh, that's it for today's COVID-19 update. We'll be back with another segment shortly. In the meantime, for resources on COVID-19, visit ama-assn.org slash COVID-19. Thanks for joining us. Please take care. This content was originally published as part of the AMA's COVID-19 daily video updates. Find the latest at ama-assn.org slash COVID update. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.